right, everybody, welcome in another episode of You've Been Watching, the behind-the-scenes podcast with the behind-the-scenes people, because the behind-the-scenes people have the best opinions you never hear. But if you're listening to this show, you're hearing our opinions, Brian. We are the smartest people. I will agree. I concur. I agree. <laughs> that doesn't sound smart. That does. If you heard that, we're not that smart. We just, we can, we can figure the big words now and again. We figure we the just big play words. Smart on TV. Yes. <laughs> All right. So um, this episode, next couple episodes have a little bit of a kind of comic book theme to them. Not, not that most of our episodes don't. We do quite a bit with it. But uh, this week we're not really going with like the DC or the Marvel. We're actually going with one that's it's got that comic book element, but it's it's Amazon Prime. It's Samaritan, the Sylvester Stallone superhero driven movie where you don't. But it, it's great in the way that you don't really actually get a superhero. You don't ever get the oh he's got to suit up one more time to yeah. to save the world kind of thing. He's really just a he's a guy who if you didn't know he had insane strength, you would think oh, he's just every everyday kind of guy. And it's and that's kind of something I liked about it was it wasn't like the the basic textbook version of a superhero movie yeah he's a superhero like trying to retire yeah he's trying to put it behind him because he's getting older because stallone is getting older <clears throat> and it's like yeah i enjoy that's the aspect i enjoyed most of it was his trying to not be this person anymore and the circumstances building to make him have to be this person one last time i, no, I agree yeah i do I, I liked it for that and uh i mean the the story how they set up the story it was. It was like okay. These are two kids. Like because it. I the way I explained it to my wife when I was explaining this movie to her, I said, "Picture if Superman had a brother, and they grew up together. They they were. But this time, instead of hiding who they were, they were Superman in front of everybody all the time. And this is how these two were. They had a moment in their life, like all superheroes do. They lost their parents. It seems to happen to a lot of superheroes. It's you, one of the one of the core reasons of becoming a superhero. It's a, it's apparently, it's a very big reason. And. <laughs> But in the way they did it was they lost their parents and they had a choice to make. You can trust humanity and still be a good person or you cannot. And the brothers split. That's how you get Samaritan, the superhero, and his brother Lent Nemesis. Yeah. They set up the story of how these two would clash over years. There was a big fight. And then it's believed they both died in an explosion. Now we're in modern day, kind of in a, in a broken down neighborhood, not the greatest place where crime is a thing. And you see Sylvester Stallone living his everyday life. He's a garbage picker who, you know, he, he like he takes things home and fixes them, resells them. He's he you would assume he's an everyday man. And then you have this young boy who believes he's found Samaritan yep. right across the street from Ob his obsessed house. Obsessed with the superhero that mm -hmm. that used to live in his city. Yeah. That's what I liked the most about it was the relationship between the old guy and the kid. Mm -hmm. I thought that built it perfectly to me as Here's this. Here's the young kid who is looking for somebody to idolize, and because he's got a single mom, mm -hmm. and picks Sylvester Stallone, who just happens to be the superhero, and figures out he is he has these insane powers. Yeah. And Sylvester Stallone tried to, no, 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 that's not me. No, no, that that's me. Now with a reason. He keeps trying to dismiss him, which I won't give away because it sort of ruins the movie. But. It's I like that to me was the best part of the whole movie was the relationship between the kid and him and the redemption story that sort of builds around the kid. Yeah. No, see, and the it's something I wanted to get to, because, of course, in this movie, there is a bad guy. There's the I, I'll for lack of a better word for how to describe him. He's kind of the kingpin of the yeah of the, the neighborhood. He runs like you know, crime and all that. He's a big fan of Nemesis, who is believed to be dead and and all that. And he kind of wants to follow in Nemesis footsteps. But you just said the 
thing you liked was the relationship between Stallone and the, the kid. Yeah. And I liked it too. But I also feel like they tried to do that exact same relationship with the bad guy and the kid too. Yeah. And it just didn't fit. He almost like like I said I said to you after I saw that movie, like he kidnaps the kid and there's the big fight and all that, but the way he treats the kid during like while they're waiting for Stallone to show up and have that big clash, he almost seems like he's like, I'm gonna kill Stallone and then we're gonna be friends still after this. And it's like, No, you're not. You're the bad guy. I took that as sort of like showing us he was delusional. Okay. You know, and the kid, you know, kid's looking for a hero and trying to see who's the good guy here when they're trying to explain to him what's really going on and he's not believing it. I took that as like, this is how delusional this guy is. He thinks he can kill this kid's hero <laughs> and then just replace him. Because, yeah. I mean, that's how they built it through the thing. He was like an 80s psychotic gang leader. Yeah. Sure. It made me think of... I think it's Death Wish 5 where Stallone fights a street gang in the streets of New York and they're all got the painted weird faces. Like, that's what he made me think of. I was like, oh, you're the psychotic gang leader. Okay, I got it. So I'm waiting for you to die now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> exactly. And, and that was the other thing, too, is I was like, uh, I don't know how you're going to do this because it was almost like when we talked about the Batman. Like, I don't know how you're going to do this because the Riddler can't fight batman like they're not it's not an equal match it'll yeah. be over in three seconds well you can't fight stallone it'll be over in three seconds he's he's got super strength superpowers yeah all he's gonna do is grab you once and throw you against the wall and this fight's over and they kept trying to make it seem like oh no if these two meet it'll be something it's like no it won't he's a guy <laughs> he has a gun this is not going to last long. but he had the magic hammer that gave him powers okay. it was when he lost the hammer and he still had the powers that i sort of went Okay, did, did, did you hang on to him for a little while? He put the or... nemesis mask on and did that big, like, Rawr! Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 you're a dude. You're, yeah, you need the hammer. <laughs> you're, you're, you're hyping yourself up like a football player would, but you're still going to lose <laughs> yeah, here in a minute. Yeah, it would be like me in a UFC fight. Roar! Exactly. Punch, blam, we're done. <laughs> uh, but because, like I said, because this isn't really like a superhero movie, it's more yeah. of a guy just trying to live his life, but he knows he can end can. Yeah, it's closer he knows he to, can end every to Will Smith and Hitch. Than an actual superhero movie. I see that. I do see yeah. that. But because it's that, but it still builds as an action movie. Was there yeah. like was there enough action in this movie for you that you walked away going, I just saw a good superhero movie? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. The twist was good. And, and, uh, we won't and, give and, away the twist. And you but, fi yeah. and you can figure it out. It's not. It wasn't yeah. like you'll never see it coming. You kind of saw it coming, but it didn't ruin it to me. It's like oh, okay, I see what's happening here, and, and still enjoyed it. But yeah, it had enough action in it to me to. The only part of it, the, the whole movie that bugged me, and you're going to laugh, uh, was Stallone's toupee. <laughs> the weird toupee always stands out to me as like, oh, no, just buy a good one. <laughs> well, I, I, I think for me, the, the thing that stood out was if you usually you have to watch quite closely to notice this. I thought it was very easy when the final fights happening in that big garage. Mm hmm. You can 1,000% tell it's not even remotely Sylvester Stallone. Oh, no. With the, the, the same thing. That's the how I know it's the wig. But <laughs> I, just to give you guys an idea here, everybody knows what Sylvester Stallone looks like. Yeah. This would be like if you starred in an action movie and they used me as your stunt double. Yeah, it's almost like it's 70s yeah. stunt person where they have sort of the same hair. They're almost the same height. Okay, that guy will work. And it's like, no, no, we could tell no. that that's not the real guy. Yeah, I, this, I saw the same thing. This guy looked like he was the stunt double for an extra. <clears throat> like, he was not big at all. And it was just very clear he wasn't Sylvester Stallone at all. And it's like, all right, I get it. It's probably very hard to... But at the same time, it's like, 
I don't feel like in that fight. That's why I asked about the action because I don't. That final fight had a lot of action and it was great, but I don't feel like at any point in that fight they had him. That fight had anything that Sylvester Stallone couldn't have done himself. Well, that's true. And I, at that point, I did notice it was a stunt man, but it, it didn't take me out of the movie. I was already no, so I, invested in the story. It's like, okay, this is. It's like Star Trek when they have two Kirks and one of them's always got his back to you and. He weighs 30 pounds more than Shatner and has real hair. You know, I was like, well, all right, I'm going to let this go because I'm enjoying the story. It was That was how it was. But no, I thought it had plenty of action. And the story was, while it was, wasn't deep, No, it still engaged me completely. It was like, to me, it's a Saturday afternoon popcorn movie. It's You, yeah. you know you're not going to get anything deep. You're, you're not. I don't have to worry about what's going to happen. I'm pretty sure how this is going to end. But it's an enjoyable ride to go on. It's a nice story to tell. It, it, it to no. me like yeah it wasn't that deep i think it tried to a couple times i think it tried to show like because the whole premise of it this is a kid who kind of he doesn't really have a lot of options his mom's working yeah. a couple jobs and even then can barely afford to pay the rent he's got the choice of either get in with the gang like everybody else and start the life that's kind of expected of him yeah or you know and that that seems to be his only option and you have stallone who kind of shows him like no no you can make right decisions and you can you can yeah. do things and get going. You can learn from the mistakes that I've made, kind of thing. And it's like you tried to do that a couple times, and it really didn't. Uh-uh. No, but, no, it just sort of become like '80s stereotype kind of things to me, where it's like we have to do this. Like <clears throat> the bad guy has to be the evil leader of a big gang. Yeah, and he has has a henchman who's sort of the same age as the kids, so that they can have mm-hmm. a little square off. Which that fight on the roof was <clears throat> awesome. By yeah, the way. it just sort of becomes stereotypical on some level. That's why, to me, it's just a popcorn movie. It's not... I'm not gonna... If I leave the room to go to the bathroom and I come back, I'm not going to be lost that there's been a great twist going on. I know what's yeah. going to happen, so if I watch it again, it's like, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go grab something to drink. Pause it. Now we're good. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. The movie I actually saw more comparisons to was uh, the M. Night Shyamalan, The Unbreakable. Because he's just kind of, he's an everyday guy. He tries to be an everyday guy. He knows he's a little different. Yeah. When it's time to finally do right, he does right. But as soon as he's done doing right, he disappears again. He doesn't want to stand there and shake hands and wave to everybody. Yeah. That's how the movie ends. It ends with him, you know, Sylvester Stallone standing in a crowd of people and it reporters talking to the kid and the kid goes, Samaritan lives. And you see Stallone and he just turns and walks away. Yeah. He could easily walk into the light and be like, yep, I'm right here. But it's like, no, I'm going to just do me. I'll, I'll always be around, but I'm not like I'm not a hero. I don't want to be a hero. Yeah, I can, I I can see that me. comparison. And that makes a lot of sense, too. It's but it's not a and like unbreakable, not a superhero movie. It's no. just a movie about a guy who is extraordinary. Well, but would you classify this as a superhero movie? You probably would, because at one point they are wearing the costumes in, mm. in a flashback scene. In a flashback. Yeah. But so Which, uh, you talked about the wig. Not the greatest CGI ever oh, when it God, came to no. seeing the faces of the brother. Because no. during the pre-story, you never see the brother's faces. It's more of a, I, I told Aaron, it's more of an animation yeah. retelling of it. And then you do kind of get a flashback of the fight and what happened and what transpired. Because obviously if Samaritan's alive, one of them has to live. So yeah. the explosion didn't kill them. But you see the thing and they both take their masks off. And I have to say... Like, <laughs> you could have drawn the faces, I think, a little bit better than we got out of it. Like, I'm pretty sure at one point they used 1980s Sylvester Stallone training for one of the Rocky movies with the beard and just superimposed it on the face. <laughs> because that's about as good as you got out of it. Well, yeah, but I, I can dismiss that, too. I can I can overlook some stuff while I notice it and go, 
Oh my God, what's that? Oh my God, what's I could still dismiss it because I I was I was fully invested in yes. the story. Yes. And that to me is what grabs me with a movie. It's special effects are great and costume is wonderful. If the story's not good, mm-hmm. I'm out. And this I thought the story was really good. I did too. And it built in a way that it was like what even once the plot reveal was revealed, I was still engaged enough to it's like I gotta see how this ends now. Yeah. I and I I watched it all. I watched it in the morning before I came to work. I got up early. It's like, well, let's see what this is, and clicked right in. It's like, well, it's going to be a little late for work this morning because <laughs> I have to finish this now. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, no, but like you mentioned, the wig took you out. I think that's where I was kind of like, really, like yeah. we're we're throwing guys into walls and we're we're showing these big over the like like the the grenade yeah. where he he grabs the kid and flips the car over. Yeah, that was a super cool sequence, mm-hmm. and I liked it. I was like. You you couldn't have done a little bit like shaved a little bit off the the clothing budget where he's wearing hobo clothes anyway and you know made the faces look a little more realistic because the other thing like you mentioned the wig and it's like I didn't even think about it till now because most of the time Stallone has that ski cap or the hood yeah. on so you never really notice it but I was like it's like that kind of took me from it and I'm like I'm having a real hard time believing either of these like this to me looks like you took two guys who were in very good shape and said don't worry we're never going to see your faces so you can you can make any face you want during this scene <laughs> make each other laugh for all we care you're never going to see your face we got some rocky footage we're going to yeah. put on top of you don't worry about it yeah, we, we're, we're going back to 1980s and we're going to cgi stallone's <laughs> yeah. face on here cliffhangers getting on your face yeah so but yeah overall i thought it was i, I did enjoy it i i got into the story uh i for a while there part of me is like are we maybe gonna see him show up and he like he like we get the superman thing where he takes yeah. the hoodie off and he has the samaritan suit on and i didn't think it was gonna happen because there's no point to it but at the same time it's like a little bit of me wanted it but then i'm like sylvester stallone's not putting a super suit on see and i thought uh, i thought the same thing it's like since he's been in guardians of the galaxy i thought yeah all right is he bitten by the superhero bug that he wants that moment mm-hmm. on film of him Ripping the shirt open with the Samaritan S on his chest yep. or something, and like, and it's like, well, it doesn't fit with the movie. No, and if it and if it did show up, I would have went, yeah. Sylvester Stallone said, "I'll do it, but I got to put on those suit. I got to rip mm-hmm. the shirt open." Like, yeah. you do what you want, Sly. Just get in the movie with us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was glad he didn't because it worked too. better with him staying in the shadows and walking away. And if there was a sequel, he's still this mystery person that nobody knows except the kid. Well, that was going to be my next my next thing uh, before we rated it was can there be a sequel? Do you do you see them being able to make a story where we get a sequel? Because the thing is, you kind of had a great story. It's it's encapsulated in this small city where you know Samaritan nemesis were things and they're yeah. big. I almost feel like to do that you got to go. If you make a second one, you're still in that same neighborhood. It's the same kid. All that, but now it's just the next dude who took over for the bad guys. Like, all right, my turn. Let's do this. Either that, like, or eh. if there's if there's superheroes here, there's got to be superheroes other places too. Okay, which would mean supervillains other places. Which to me, the setup would be the villain in the next town over or wherever went. Oh, Samaritan's back. All right, somebody to you know fight now or something. Yeah. You know, it could be something along those lines. I don't think there will be a sequel. I, I honestly mean. think this was. It's like, this is like Will Smith's hitch. It's like, it's one story. It's a perfect little story. That's all you need. You don't yeah. need to. Expanding it doesn't make it better. It can only make it worse. It encapsulates. It's, it's a perfect capsule. You don't right. need to alter it. So, no, I, I completely agree. It was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. Obviously, we did everything we could not to. 
because there is a big twist. And like I said, you, if you if you pay attention close enough, you can kind of see it coming without really see it coming. <laughs> yeah, if you're paying attention at um, all, really. <laughs> and I, I I will tell you this because I'm sure like if we we might talk about it down the road or all that. I do I do have a question for you, but I can't ask it on this show. So I'm going <laughs> to ask it to you after the show. But it, it, it's it's curious curious question. Um, all right. So how we do our rankings? It's see it in theaters, stream it. Watch it when it comes out on TV. Now, obviously, this was on Amazon Prime, so theaters was not yeah. an option, but it's just a rating system, people. Calm down. Uh, so for you, if you had had the three choices, what would, the th- what would that choice have been? I still think streaming. Okay. I think if I saw this in the theater and paid you 10 or 15 bucks to see it, I might have been a little disappointed paying that much. Okay. I think streaming, though, is perfect. Yeah. And this is a movie, when it's on TBS in three weeks or four weeks, however long they take now to get there, I would sit and watch this again. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I would hunt it up again, but if I'm flipping around, it's like, oh, it's Samaritan. There's a lot of movies like that. This is one that goes right into there. It's like, sit down for a minute. Let's watch this part. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so streaming for me. Okay. It's perfect. Um, see, I'm kind of with you that I, it would be streaming, but for me, it's because I don't think it had enough of the big action to make the big screen worth it. Like, yeah. there's fights, there's interactions and all that, but none of it's something that I can't handle on my TV, sitting on my couch or yeah. watching it on my laptop or whatever. So for me, it was it's a streaming for that yeah, reason. Yeah, it's a small scale, so you don't need the big yeah. screen. Not to say that it's not a like box office released type movie. They could have done it, and I think it would have been very successful in that oh, regard. Yeah. But it just fit for me perfectly on the streaming. Great movie. I really enjoyed it. And I like same as you. Absolutely. If I see it's on TV, I'm going to watch it. Like I, I told you, I watched it. I told you you got to watch this movie. We'll review it, and then I went home and watched it again. <laughs> it's like, and you know what? The twist, even though I know the twist was coming, it was still this is so cool. I like this. It works. It, 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 works. it works because it's a well written story. It's yes. a really cool, well written story. Absolutely. Um, before we wrap this one up, I, like I said, this is an Amazon one. Mm-hmm. You and I are both kind of we watch stuff on Amazon. We like stuff on Amazon. Yeah. Is there is Amazon kind of figuring out how to? Like, if not compete, get ahead of Netflix and putting out these shows that people... I mean, you've got The Boys, you've got Reacher, you've got... Uh, the Rings of Power, Rings Lord of, of the Power, Rings prequel. Jack Ryan, Samaritan. <clears throat> it, it just... Uh, Amazon seems to be figuring out how to put out these shows that are going to grip people. They just announced that Reacher has started filming for season two. I know we're both excited about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jack Ryan will be coming out around Christmas season three. I've waited forever for that. <laughs> so I've watched the other two seasons so many times. So is Amazon kind of becoming the go-to for these great series and movies? Yeah. Like originals? A little way. In a, in a way. Because a way. what they're doing is kind of what Marvel did. They're not saying, give me this great story. They're finding people who want to tell great stories yes. and say, here's the money. Tell me your story. Instead of, I want this story like this and that. They're they're sort of handing them the budget and backing away, mm-hmm. which is what you want. This, to me, is uh, Samaritan's a perfect sign of that. It was like, tell me the story. Yeah. Well, how do I do it? It's like, you're the storyteller. Here's the budget. You just tell me the story you want to tell me. Same with Jack Reacher. Like, mm-hmm. this is a great story. Let's take it away from Tom Cruise, <laughs> and so we can make it into what the story should be. Well, and, let's find know. someone that will take the source material and actually put the source material. Yes, who actually page. cares about these characters and Absolutely. the material. And it's the same with... Uh, uh, Jack Ryan, Rings of Power. I think they're handing money to people who want to tell me a story instead of finding a story and handing it to a guy and telling me to, you know. There's a difference in me wanting to tell you a story and you saying, hey, tell me about that thing that I don't care about. Yes. And I think that's what Amazon's doing and that's the right way to do it. Absolutely. All right, well, that's been another episode of You've Been Watching. Uh, He knows more than everybody else, so we give him a (laughs) microphone and let him talk. That's Brian Morton. Smartest man ever, unless you ask me. 
No, unless you ask other people. That's how not smart I am. Uh, I'm Eric Dorsch. We'll talk again soon. <laughs>